Blog Talk Radio. You have just tuned in to the Midweek Pick-Me-Up Energy Show, featuring professional officiant, tuning fork facilitator, and author, Marcy Ann Chief. In 1988, Marcy Ann discovered the quantum fields of energy and vibration, and since then her life has been a day-to-day experiment in knowing how to live in light energy for happiness, health, and wealth. She shares the principles and laws of light energy as they operate in everyday life, and now, here is Marcy Ann. Good afternoon, everyone. For those who might be tuned in right now, um, which is 4 p.m. on Pacific Coast time, here in Southern California, uh, I want to welcome you and thank you for tuning in. And if you're listening in the archives, uh, welcome to you, too. Uh, anywhere in the world, if you understand English, <laughs> you can listen to my show. And today, I'm going to talk about some words. <clears throat> Do you ever say, oh, I wish, or I hope so, or I want, or I can't, or I I should have. I should have. I could have. I would have, but, or I need. (laughs) Well, we're going to explore how uh, using these words in our life affects our energy. Because this is the middle of the week pick-me-up energy show. (laughs) And what we talk about here is, is how to have lots of energy. Because, first of all, all of us, and this includes you, (laughs) have unlimited energy available. Oh, I hear you. (laughs) You don't believe it, I know, but I hear you saying, okay, Marcy Ann, then why do I feel exhausted all the time? Well, let's look look into that. I mean, why would you be exhausted all the time if, if you have unlimited energy available? Because I'm not kidding here, because the truth of the matter is, and by the way, you are matter. (laughs) And by the way, you matter. (laughs) Do you hear yourself say sometimes, oh, it doesn't matter. Well, it does matter. You matter because you are matter. So never reject yourself by saying it doesn't matter because... You just cut yourself off from your energy source. Now, we'll talk a little bit more about this later on, but let's have just a brief quantum physics lesson for just a moment. And now don't turn off that radio or switch over to any other station because this lesson is the most important thing you need to know in your life. And it's only going to take a few minutes for me to share with you what I discovered in 1988, the quantum field of unlimited energy. Because if you begin to understand how everything works, that's going to unlock for you the keys to unlimited, boundless energy to do everything you've ever wished for, hoped for, wanted, or needed and desired. 
This understanding eliminates all the shoulda, coulda, wouldas in your life. <laughs> you are matter, and you matter, and it really does matter. Now, there is just one thing in the universe, and that's energy, and it manifests two ways, two ways, waves and particles. And while energy is a wave, it's just energy and exists everywhere in the universe. And the source of this energy is the unfathomable. Some call this God. But when I say unfathomable, this is what I mean. Difficult or impossible to measure, boundless, eternal, without limit, all-embracing, all-comprehensive, immense, infinite, and finally, exhaustless. I mean, there it is, no limit. It's exhaustless. That means energy always is, and and you never run out. That's the wave state. But you are not a wave. You are a particle. (laughs) So let's see what a particle is. Because that's what you are. You are a mass of millions and billions of itsy-bitsy, teeny, tiny particles. All bounded together by skin that creates a form that is you. Now, the way the Bible says it is, the unfathomable was without form. So it was just a wave energy. So the unfathomable had no form, and it couldn't be seen, measured, or understood. And the unfathomable spoke and said, let there be light, and there was light. Because the spoken word of the unfathomable set up vibrations into the deep, And light was the first manifestation of these vibrations. Now, vibrations are energy still in the wave state. But now we can measure it and comprehend because vibrations can be felt and measured. You can measure vibrations in hertz. (laughs) And light is, uh, and it's because of all those vibrations which are waves that's how our cell phones work tv electricity i mean all of that is in the wave state and then light was the next manifestation of the unfathomable light is energy still in the wave state so this the progression of this process is the spoken word this is the unfathomable part (laughs) then vibrations, then light. Now, we can see light, and according to NASA, we know that it travels at a a speed of 186,000 miles per second, which means that you could go around the Earth seven and a half times in one second. (laughs) But now the unfathomable is no longer unfathomable. It can be seen and felt and measured. So we're not going to call it the unfathomable anymore because it can be seen and felt and measured. So we will now call it source, the source of the energy. Now, what is the power of the source that's unlimited and boundless? And it is unconditional because the source is 
love. The source is unlimited, boundless, and unconditional love. I know that's hard for us to fathom <laughs> uh, because some, uh, so much of our own life uh, maybe doesn't, that we've felt and seen and measured hasn't felt like love. But at the very beginning, can you imagine Source creating a sun with an evil intent? <laughs> So anyway, this energy is totally benevolent in its essence. So at the cause and core of all vibration in the universe is a benevolent well of love. That means that the constitution of energy is love. So... The truth of the matter is, and remember now, you are matter and you matter, (laughs) that if source is pure and unlimited boundless energy and you are exhausted, then you are either sad or mad. Now, source is not mad or sad, but you must be mad or sad about something. Now, I know that this is hard to accept, Because even though we have been taught that source is love, we say God is love. We are calling God source. And we we really like to believe that God is love because all visible matter needs to love and to be loved. I mean, even the rocks and the birds and flowers and the creepy crawlers and the meanest person you've ever met in your life. All things visible and invisible are crying out to be loved and to feel love. And and love is, oh boy, how are we going to describe what love is? Einstein said, how on earth are we ever going to explain in terms of chemistry and physics the biological phenomenon we call love? It is unfathomable. <laughs> there really isn't a person or a thing on earth who can truly grasp or explain love in its truest and deepest meaning. But perhaps just looking at that sun and knowing that it shines on the just and the unjust could help. I mean, the sun doesn't look down and say, that person is the meanest person on earth, so I'm not going to shine on him. The sun just shines and provides a safe environment for everyone. Good, bad, right, wrong, abuser, abused, lovers and murderers, all that breathe the breath of life. There's no judgment, no condemnation, there's no discrimination, there's no racism, there's no prejudice, there's no conflict, there's no discrepancy, there are no mistakes, there's no punishment, there's no withholding of the sun's love. The sun just shines with its love. And that is how all energy is. I mean, we couldn't live without our cell phones and electricity. And the energy of love operates all of it. Now, whatever we know about love is from what we've been taught and what we've experienced. And love has been taught to us from 
third century concepts of original sin and a need for a savior to qualify for God's love. And this is a manipulation of Jesus' teachings by the Nicene Council in Rome in 325 A.D., which was the first ecumenical council that tried to attain consensus in the church through an assembly representing all of Christendom. Now, its main accomplishments were settlement of the Christological issue of who Jesus was and what was his relationship to the source of his power, which he called Father. Can you imagine that 300 years after the church began? They were just arguing about everything, (laughs) even who Jesus was. But the people at that time, and Alexander the Great was in on this, um, they saw it as an opportunity (laughs) to set up some things that would give them control. So to establish this consensus, Jesus was made the only begotten Son of God in order to make him something different from you and me. And having be born of a virgin, I mean, none of us has ever been born of a virgin. And that only through his death could anybody be saved from the punishment doctrine of sin and death. Now, all of this is a lie. But again, in 1611, it was ratified by King James of England and the Pope. Probably every one of the Christians use a King James Bible and it's continued down through time to today. And whether you know it or not, and whether you ascribe to any traditional or untraditional, organized or unorganized faith or belief system, you are affected by this. Because it only takes seven generations for a belief system to be coded in the memory of our actual physical selves. So even if you lived in a cave, and had never been taught a thing or been exposed to any type of life at all, this knowing would be in the cellular structure of your being. And this lie has made us see the source as someone who kills his own son to make a way for us to be loved by him. So to love and to be loved, sacrifice and suffering and murder. Now, this crime of murder has never been prosecuted, so it's time for you to stand up for yourself today and make a citizen's arrest for this crime of murder. And the person you're going to arrest is yourself. Because to arrest means to stop believing the lie. What does arrest mean? First, it means to attract the attention of someone. And secondly, it means a stoppage or cessation of motion. It means to stop, check, hinder, restrict, limit, and inhibit your progress or a process. So now I'm sounding the alarm and drawing your attention and armed with the knowledge of the truth from the level of 
source vibrating within your sin suit that you call your body, you can now stop, halt, check, hinder, restrict, limit, and inhibit your processes that believe that awful lie. And today you can be released from the clutches of this lie that drains your energy every day, every second by second of your life. And once you've emptied yourself out of all this concept of love that sacrifices and causes pain and suffering, then I'm going to give you some ideas that you can re-record back into all of your motion and processes. So let's go back to the beginning. The unfathomable was love, and love desired to express itself. So from out of the darkness and the pure void of the unfathomable, the heart of the Father energy cried out for someone, something to receive his love. And this great desire burst out into the darkness in flashes of light beams filled with the holy breath of creative energy and forms of love objects began to manifest and to thrill the heart of the Father energy. Universes and galaxies and suns and earths and mountains and oceans and trees and flowers and birds and animals and finally the form created in the perfect image of the Father energy, man and woman. You and me! So now let's review. What are you? You are a love object. (laughs) You are made to be loved. You are God's glory. You are in the exact image, the glory of God. And we give God form And we live our life as a book that can be read by men. So actually, what today we're calling racial profiling is the collective observing the collective. I mean, even Wikipedia says racial profiling is the act of targeting a person on the basis of observed characteristics or behavior. So everything we do in our life is observed by everybody and we exhibit certain characteristics or behavior. So in order to get yourself full of energy from source so that you can exhibit all of the characteristics and behavior of source every day from now on, I'm going to suggest that when you awake in the morning, And before you go to bed at night, you say to yourself, I am a love object. I am the glory of God. Now, everything that was made, God said it was good. Everything was good. Not good and evil, good. 
and when man and woman were made, God said it was very good. <laughs> this is the highest level of excellence in sources universe. Very good. So add to your morning and evening declarations. I am very good. So now here is your decree that you start with today. I am an unfathomable love object. I am the glory of God. I am very good. And then let each day exhibit these characteristics and let all of your behavior be a definition of God's glory. And this will begin your transformation that is eventually going to release you from mad and sad and begin to allow the quantum level of sources energy to be fully manifested in you. Now, nearly everyone's love's concept are just a never-ending story of this open book of experiences. We're born, we live in a home of some kind, while we are a baby and a young child, and then we become a teenager, and sometimes in the teenager chapter of our book, we experience a first love. And then we go forth out on our own to have further experiences as an adult, which these experiences can involve, involve trust and respect or broken promises and abuse. And all of these experiences in our book of life are stored in our heart. And some of them are good and some of them are bad. And so in the heart, the bad ones make us sad or mad. Interesting that all these words rhyme, huh? Bad, sad, mad. (laughs) They're kind of a family. But these things that are stored in our hearts are doorways into these worlds of I wish, I can't, I need, and I shoulda, woulda, coulda. And here is where our energy is just drained out of us. And even though we have an unlimited supply of energy, it's constantly being drained out of us by feeling mad or sad. So as you begin to make your new decrees, you're going to be able to dig, begin to dig out these roots of these sad experiences that have made you mad. And you will be creating space Now, for your book of experiences to start a new chapter, and that's called My Miracles. Now, I wanted to share with you today a decree that I have made daily for the last 10 years. It's by Deepak Chopra from his Soul of Healing CD. And it says, Every decision I make is a choice between a grievance and a miracle. I release all regrets, resentments, and grievances and choose the miracle. The miracle. Every decision that I make is a choice between a grievance and a miracle. I release all regrets, resentments, and grievances and choose the miracle. Every decision I make is a choice between a grievance and a miracle. I release 
all regrets, resentments, and grievances and choose the miracle. And then I say, love's power is pulsing in my heart in complete awareness of love's infinite intelligence, love's unbounded care for me, love's infinite organizing power, love's infinite healing potential, love's infinite creativity. I live in love without resistance or anticipation. All of the cells of my body are now filled with love, knowingness, and bliss. Love, knowingness, and bliss. Love, knowingness, and bliss. So now remember you are made in the image of Source. And how did Source create everything? Source cried out into the darkness and set up vibrations that created light. And from the light waves and the particles created uh, everything else. (laughs) So now that's how we also create in our life. What we speak out into the void of space, we are creating. So now let's look at these words that drain our energy. I wish and I can't. Now wishing is looking around at what's available in life and not believing you can have it. It's a longing that starts with a divine benevolent desire to love and to be loved and because of some experience in your heart that was sad You feel mad, which makes you feel like you can't have it. Some experience is there in your heart that says you can't have it. You aren't worthy. You aren't deserving. You can't afford it. But you're a love object, and you are the glory of God. And if you release all regrets, resentments, and grievances, that will change your wishes into miracles as new experiences are stored in your heart that are happy and full of bliss. You will no longer have wishes because you will begin speaking the words that create the vibrations that will cause particles to come together to make your wish come true. Okay, let's look at I need. A need is an opportunity to use your creative powers of the unlimited energy that you have to fill the need. So you need to start by no longer ever looking outside of yourself to fulfill your needs. You are the source. No one else can fulfill your needs as well as you can. And even though sometimes it feels like other people do make you happy. Actually, that other person that makes you happy can also disappoint you, break promises, use and abuse you. So you are the best source of getting your needs met. Who knows better than you what is best for you? I just bought, I just had a birthday, and I bought myself a beautiful new watch for my birthday this year. (laughs) 
and down through the last 15 years, my birthday presents to me, from me, have been my best birthday presents. I mean, I know better than anyone else what I like and what I want and what I need. And I put a slideshow on my radio page uh, today that um, shows some of my presents <laughs> from me to me. Uh, I have a this gorgeous pottery holder for my uh, jade plant, and a big fur rug for the living room, and this beautiful lamp in my living room. And I've got a picture of my rose bushes. I bought 18 rose bushes last year. Um, for my birthday, from me to me. <laughs> and I've also taken myself on wonderful vacations. I've cruised to almost every island in the Caribbean, and I took a month-long trip all across Europe. And I was without a home for 10 years, and I began to feel the longing to have my own home. So I began to cream a home for Marcy's body, a home for Marcy's body, a home for Marcy's body, and a marvelous set of circumstances developed that produced $10,000, which I used to make the down payment on the home in the retirement community where I live now. That was 14 years ago. I paid $35,000 for my home, and today it's worth $175,000. And while I did my wedding business, I saved every penny I made, and I paid off my home. And then, and now I use my money to travel. And then after that, after I paid off my home, I used my money to travel and give myself wonderful birthday presents. So by taking care of my every need, I no longer need anything. Okay, I want. I want. Now, a want speaks of a deficiency of something. So wanting is being deficient. Now listen to what deficiency means. Deficient means a defect, failure, a fault, a flaw, a glitch, insufficiency, lack, scarcity, shortage, weakness, loss, neglect, privation, scantiness, and finally, and probably the most powerful definition of all that goes all the way back, centuries, sin. So I want, when you say I want, you're saying I'm a sinner. So how do we get from feeling like a failure, full of defects? and flaws, always being at fault, feeling neglected, weak, and finally a sinner, to, this is what, if you're not deficient, abundance, enough, perfection, success, surplus, accomplishment, achievement, flawless, faultless, and adequacy, a love object displaying God's glory. <laughs> now remember, every morning and every evening you're going to tell yourself, remember self, you're a love object and you are God's glory. And just begin to manifest your glory here on the earth, right in your own little corner of the world. 
Be the best you can be. Do your best. Work at the highest level of your consciousness. And then give yourself the honor and the respect that you deserve. Dr. Chopra says that everybody's operating from their own personal level of consciousness. The murderer, the child abuser, the thief, the president. And But you can accelerate your level of consciousness. You can find out how you can be better. Like go to school, have some therapy, study and read books, search the Internet. Always be improving yourself and being better tomorrow than you were today. And soon you won't be deficient anymore and you won't want for a thing. Okay, let's look at hope. Hope is the least draining of energy of all the emotions we've discussed today because hope is based on knowledge, things you know to be true or things you think are true. However, sometimes the knowledge that you base your hope on is not true, like believing that you are a sinner and you need for Jesus to die for your sins so you can be loved. This hope is based on a lie. So when you hope for something, do your research first. Is what you hope for based on truth? Like you hope the sun will come up tomorrow. You know, there's a difference between hope and wishful thinking. Wishful thinking is not dependable. There's no guarantee at all that it will happen. But you know the sun will come up. Hope is usually is not affected by circumstances. We can have an earthquake or a war, riots, floods, accidents, all that stuff on the nightly news that seems to be news, (laughs) supposed to be news. (laughs) But the sun will still come up. Hope that is seen is not hope. Who hopes for what he already sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. Um, because every single thing that breathes the breath of life is full of source. It's what keeps everything alive. So since we are God's love object and we are the glory of God and God is faithful and true and God's only desire is for our highest and best good, and remember, we are very good, then when we hope, we can be patient until our hope is fulfilled. However, faith is more powerful than hope because faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So faith takes our hope and receives the answer to our prayer and believes brings it into the realm of being able to be seen, felt, and measured. Hope keeps the desire future But faith accepts it now and confesses it as so. And faith lives the life as the desire is already fulfilled. Now what about shoulda, coulda, woulda? (laughs) They will all go away. I can promise you this. And I can promise because it's my experience. I have proved it. My book of life now has no chapters about what I should have done or what I could have done or would I have done that. I've released all regrets, resentments, and grievances and transmuted all sad and mad experiences into miracles. 
There are no shoulds now because I know. I don't wonder about anything because I know. My book of life now has no chapters about could. I've tried everything I wanted to try. So I now know what I can do. And what about the woulda's? I would have done this or I would have done that, but, but, but my life is now lived in love where I have everything that I want. Now, I have seven videos on YouTube called The Seven Steps of Manifestation, What You Want in Your Life. Just put Marcianne in the YouTube search window and begin to listen to them. If you would set an intention to listen every day, because remember, you're operating now at the level of consciousness where you are now, and listening to these videos will begin to raise your level of consciousness and give you understanding of the power of love, how you can be the glory of God here on the earth, and will renew your mind so that all of your thoughts, feelings, and actions begin to be for you and only you. There's no one else like you. Get to know yourself. And I'm going to be here every week to cheer you on. And the result will be that you will have millions and billions of cells that make up your body that will be full of energy. And you will never, ever feel exhausted or be sick again. That's our show for today. Thanks so much for listening. Marcy Ann's website is www.marcyann.com. You can also view all of Marcy Ann's videos on YouTube by putting Marcy Ann in your YouTube search window. The middle of the week Pick Me Up Energy Show is broadcast live the first Wednesday of every month at 4 p.m. Pacific Coast Time from Marcy Ann Studios in Southern California. All shows are also archived and can be listened to at any time and any place in the world.